Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome to the Thursday Week 10 preview show. Chris Jakes alongside Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good. How about yourself today? Good, man. I'm good. We got some uh, mailbag to get into today. Going to preview Thursday night's game between the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Also got a little segment called 10 Questions we're going to get into as well. But first, man, let's kick things off here with a little NFL news. NFL news. All right, so today, Ezekiel Elliott has a hearing regarding they his... Actually, they already completed their hearing. It's done. Well, yes, it did, but we don't have any results from that yet. But yeah, it did happen today, though. Now, they said we might get something tomorrow, but most likely probably beginning of next week. Yeah, so he's going to play this week, more than likely. Do you have any concern with Zeke this uh, this weekend? He plays no top top three guy. I mean, do you have any concern with him playing this weekend? Is that his availability? Think he's going to get suspended? We think he'll hear something before Sunday's game. They were they were apparently they were only in there for half an hour for the thing. So that's when it's that fast. That means it's good for you. Yeah, I don't think we're going to hear anything until next week. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was officially activated off the um, IR, and he's officially activated now. And Sam Bradford moves to the IR to take his spot there. And Jeff, man, do you have any concern with the Vikings offense going forward if Teddy Bridgewater somehow overtakes Case Keenum as a starting quarterback in Minnesota? Um, I don't think they should do it because Case Keenum's winning games. I think he's, what, 5-2? and 4-2 and two right four now. 4-2. Yeah. Well, I still give him that win that he came in for Bradford. I feel like it. Um, there'd be disappointment if Bridgewater took over because then that's going to kill all the fantasy value for a lot of the players. Bridgewater's a good plays good NFL games as a quarterback, but fantasy is not really uh likes to sling the rock. That's right, man. He's definitely more of a game manager. He's not going to help your fantasy team, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said, man. I hope they rolled Keenum, and I don't see, you know, I'm glad that Bridgewater came back. It's good. It's a good story. Good to come back for him. You know, I know he put a lot of work in to get back, but man, I don't want to see him until next season, man. Just I want to be prepared before I go into the draft because I do own Adam Thielen in a couple leagues. Well, it looks like it just broke. Zeke Breaking news. <laughs> NFL news. So Zeke is suspended. Never mind. There we go. Just came across the wire. Zeke Elliott is officially suspended. He will serve that suspension this Sunday. All right, man. So now that that news broke, uh, I assume you're going to roll with Alfred Morris based on previous talks about this. Yeah. Alfred Morris, the guy I'd want. Going forward for the whole six games or just for this week? This week, Definitely. But I don't know. Other than that, it's going to be a toss up, I think. I think they're going to, I think you're hoping you have Des Bryant and Dak because I think it's going to be more of a, an air out game. I will say, I agree. Alpha Morris is going to be, going to be the safe play for this week. I, I like think Rod, Rod Smith, Smith going forward. is the most talented, like I said. Absolutely, man. I agree. Yeah, I'd rather own a Rod Smith than Alpha Morris. Alpha Morris, as we've seen each year since he's been in the league. You know, his yards has ju- have just declined. His yards per carry have declined as well. I'm rolling. I'm putting my money in Rod Smith, man. All right, man. So, man, that's really interesting. I'm really glad that that just broke. 
<laughs> Super fast. Motion yeah. for injunction denied by Second Street. NFL free to enforce Elliott's six-game suspension as we speak. Yeah, man. All right, so uh, speaking of suspensions and coming back and going out, how about Josh Gordon, man? He's coming back officially after Thanksgiving. So week 13, man, that's a target day for him. How do you think, or do you think it's even worth stashing him on your roster in redraft leagues? Not in redraft leagues, I don't. I agree, man. I mean, it's going to be a show him game. And you heard his comments, I assume, about him saying he wants to be the best receiver in the history of the game. I just, I can't take him seriously. Yeah. Only the way I keep Josh Gordon is if we do keeper leagues and you lose the round and for your dynasty for the way he came out in statement and said he played before games before he played he drank or did some sort of substance abuse and he still played like that imagine him completely sober but that could drive him to the player he was by being like that kind of like the Tiger Woods situation never good after he got caught up it worked well for Babe Ruth man he was drunk uh, pretty oh, much every game man same with yeah. Mickey Mantle, for that matter. It's, yeah. it's like a Yankees tradition, I guess. Uh, yeah, man, redraft leagues, I'm not touching Josh Gordon. Dynasty, I love it right now. I don't think he's going to be a member of Cleveland. I wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of just send him off, you know, next offseason and try to get something in return, man, because they don't need Josh Gordon. They have so many issues, so many problems, man. I just think they need to cut ties there, give, give them both a fresh start, man, and just Cleveland just is just still in a rebuild right now. How about, uh, let's get to some daily fantasy strategies before we get into our daily plays of the week, man. Do you have any strategies that you like to use or implement in daily for daily tournaments? Well, you know, I'm kind of new to the daily. So realistically, all I do right now is uh, just kind of fill it out, plug and play. I'm learning as I go. I'm, I'm actually getting really good at the basketball, but uh, still a learning process. You know, it's completely different than whole season league. So I'm getting there. I think I placed in one league, finally got $1.50, did a quarterly, but <laughs> still quarterly, there's like 10,000 people, so I did something right, so Big just kind money, of trying man. to learn the budgets and stuff like that, but uh, I did, I think I'm getting the hang of it, and I did see some very nice uh, dailies we'll go over a little bit later about some plays I think you're probably going to agree on. Okay. For me, man, I like to, I've been playing dine, uh, daily leagues for about, it's about my fourth or fifth year now, and I really enjoy DraftKings over FanDuel. I just don't like to play kickers. That's not my my thing. Kickers can just throw your whole thing off. I mean, there's been games back in the day where Sebastian Janikowski probably 20 points, and then you're just you're just effed right there. So I like DraftKings better for that reason. And a strategy that I like to have is I do like to stack a quarterback in either a receiver or a tight end for that specific team. And I also, man, I also like to load up with top running backs that have good matchups. And I like to play cheap, high upside guys at the flex. And I never I never spend big money for a quarterback unless it's like absolutely necessary. Because if you find a, a low priced quarterback with high upside that's in a good matchup, man, that can really make your make or break your fantasy week. So with that being said, man, let's get to Daily Plays of the Week. All right, man. Give me your daily plays for week 10. Bargains okay. and must plays. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to do, uh, I guess, two great matchups this week. I think 
Goff has a great matchup, so does Stafford. But my must play, I guess, would be Goff. I think a great value is Fitz. Fitzpatrick at the QB. Running back, I think, was my must play was Zeke, but now he's out. So I guess your must play is Bell because I think Bell is going to annihilate the Colts. And I thought the bargains was Forte and Darkwall, but you know what? We could throw Morris in there as a super bargain now too. Wouldn't you agree on that? Oh, absolutely. And I think Rod Smith is a flyer. I think he could still find some love in that game, man. Yeah, they're both at 4,400. Then you got uh, Antonio Brown must play at 9,500. I think some good uh, bargains this week. You got Robert Woods, 5,000. Marcus Lee, 4,100. Rashard Matthews, 4,700. I think with uh, Corey Davis playing some more snaps, going to keep his, uh, I think Rashard's going to still do pretty good. I like uh, Clay's supposed to play. 4,200 should be a must play, I think. And huge upside reward for 3,100 would be Ebron because he's starting to play more snaps, catching the ball. And I think uh, a must play has got to be the Lions, man. At home against the Browns, 3,800. But you know, a super bargain I like is the Bills. At mm-hmm. home, 2,400. They average around 10 points, just a little under 10 points a game. I like it, man. I like all those picks. The Charles Clay one, though. That, that's when we got to wait, wait, watch and see because he is questionable still for Sunday's game. He did practice again this week, but he's been limited all week. If he plays, I agree with you. I think he's a must play. But you got to keep your eye open, man, because you don't want to get screwed like I did with the Leonard Fournette news, missing friggin' picture day, man, and just screwing my whole lineup. Yeah. But uh, for me, man, I'm going to go with must plays and bargains. Got a few here for quarterback. I'm going Ryan Fitzpatrick as a good bargain play in this one. Revenge game going up against his former team who would not pay him a big deal that he was looking for in the New York Jets. My must play for quarterback has got to be Ben Roethlisberger in this one, man. That's just a good matchup coming off a bye week. I like it a lot, man. As for running backs, I'm doing a whole stack with Pittsburgh Steelers, man. You'll see a current theme here. I'm going Le'Veon Bell as a must play. And I got a sneaky bargain play here, man, with the Bears. I know everybody loves Jordan Howard in this game because Green Bay is giving up 23 points to running backs this season. But Tariq Cohen, man, I think he's going to have himself a day, man. I really think so. And Antonio Brown is obviously going to be my must-play wide receiver in that nice matchup there, man. And my bargain play for this week at, at wide receiver is Robert Woods. Tight end, bargain play, who I think is a must-play as well, is Cameron Brait, with especially with no Mike Evans there. And Evan Ingram. Still a must-play as long as Eli Manning is quarterback there. Yeah, but I think, what, Evan Ingram's 8,800 and you got Cameron Braid at 4,100, right? Something like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a, there's a big uh, discrepancy in the price tag for sure. And Sterling Shepard, I want to throw that one in there too because he's kind of a sneaky play at wide receiver this week also. And for my uh, for my defense here, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys, man. I can't believe they're only 2,200 in daily this week against Atlanta Falcons. I don't like worry Dallas about Atlanta, defense. though, in the domes. They could Anytime they could turn it up and drop 30-something on you. Still waiting to see that. So for my money, I'm going to go with Dallas this week. Time to flex. Ten questions. All right, man, we got ten questions here. Flexing out. You ready for this? Fire away. You got some fantasy. You got some randoms coming up in here. All right, man, number one. Which cartoon character do you think I am most like? Sylvester the cat, because I feel like you kind of sly sometimes. I'll, I'll say that. All right, I can I can see that. Uh, I do like chicken. I do like chicken, and you know Sylvester does like some bird, so I can get behind that man. Throw the hot sauce on, I'm good to go. I'll be chasing some uh, some chicken. Uh, for you, man, I went I went with uh, your boy right the here. F- I mean, really, the f- dude, the. F- 
I'm with Eric Carmen for you, man, because you kind of seem a little set in your ways sometimes. You like things to kind of go how you want them to go. So uh, I think that was a pretty easy one for me, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, number two, man. More fantasy points in PPR rest of the way. D.D. Westbrook, Corey Davis, or Juju Smith-Schuster? I'm going to lean to Corey Davis here. I'm going to agree with you, man. I think Corey Davis as well. I just think he's got the most upside, most talent. Although Westbrook did have an amazing preseason, led the NFL in preseason receiving yards of 298. He's coming off the IR. Jacksonville needs a receiver. That's preseason. I washed my hands of that. I'm intrigued by Westbrook, though, man. I think he's worth an add in uh, redraft leagues. I think with Leonard Fournette dominating on the ground, I really think that's going to open things up for Westbrook to, to have a pretty successful you know, second half run there, man, when he comes back off uh, when he actually plays in the games. And yeah, man, but Corey Davis, that's my guy, man. I think he's going to be the most productive going forward, even ahead of Juju Smith-Schuster, man. I think I think you might be right on Martavis Bryant. I know Martavis Bryant's a guy you like this week as like yeah. a sneaky sleeper. Super daily cheap, 3900 I'm starting to come around on that, man. I'm starting to come around on that one. All right, man, number three. If you had a theme song for me, Every time I entered a room, what would it be? We are the champions. Okay. All right. I like it. For you, man, I thought you were going to go uh, a little uh, a little crazy on me because uh, you were kind of saying Purple Rain would have been kind of up my alley or something. But uh, So I was going to initially have Old McDonald as a retaliation. But uh, I'm going to go with Rocky, man. I'm going to go with the Rocky theme song there. I could see, I could see you, man, like waking up in the morning with your gray, gray sweatshirt, kind of like Rocky did. Crack open a few eggs, man, and uh, have a little veggie juice that you have and uh, just kind of down them both and just go for a run. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Moving on. All right. Number five. Or number four, excuse me. More fantasy points, rest of way, PPR. Dion Lewis, Danny Woodhead, or dude that's coming back this week, CJ Proceis playing tonight. Uh, I just <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable with Danny Woodhead. Flacco's the QB there. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. CJ Proceis. I think he probably has the highest upside, but they just can't run the ball there. I feel the safest with Deion Lewis right here. I'm going to agree with you again, man. I like Deion Lewis probably the best here. He's been leading the backfield, uh, the Patriots backfield and carries the last four weeks. And Danny Woodhead, I, I like him as a as an ad in PPR. He was dropped in a lot of leagues early on after the injury. I think he could be sneaky good. I think so. Especially with Macklin starting to you know, be featured a little bit more in that passing offense. And CJ Procise. Yeah, and CJ Procise, man. I kind of am liking CJ Procise tonight tonight against Arizona. Uh, Rawls has not impressed me. I know he's had very limited opportunity. But, man, I I think Procise, and I've said this since the preseason, I think he's the most talented running back that Seattle has. He's just not big enough to sustain a a full workload. But I think think Procise outscores Rawls tonight. I'm going to go opposite. You want to challenge that one? Sure. Challenge flag. Challenge accepted. All right, man. Moving on here. This one comes from the recent news of Leonard Fournette missing photo day. Jeff, you have missed, well, not missed, but you've delayed photo day, I should say. Which celebrity do you think you most resemble, and which one do you think I most resemble? Well, it's kind of hard to try to just sit there and think about who you resemble, but I get a lot of people say I look like a young Gary Busey or the singer from <laughs> Rascal Flats, which are two different looking like guys. So I'm like, whatever. Rascal Flats, I don't see that one at all, man. Me either. But there is a singer that I do see 
that you look almost exactly like, man. That's James Hetfield from Metallica. I swear, man, y'all are like yeah, he was in twins a, or something. That biker show too. What biker show? Oh man, the Sons of Anarchy or something. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't. You know, I actually did. I've seen like three episodes of that man. I, I think he was in that. It. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> he might have been. And uh, or, or I could go Ron Perlman, man. Ron Perlman's another guy that uh, you kind of look like, dude from Hellboy. Heard no. That's who was in. Uh, that's who was in Sanosarki. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was. Um. All right, man. Better quarterback. Rest of way. Philip Rivers, Marcus Mariota, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm gonna go not this week. He has a tough matchup, but I love Philip Rivers. Love his schedule after that, and I think they're gonna start to turn it up. You see, have the bye weeks. They usually start to light it up. Yeah, Philip Rivers has a pretty awesome playoff schedule as well for fantasy. We're gonna get to more of these playoff schedules when we get to the trade deadline show in a couple weeks here at the end of the month. But man, I think I think I'm gonna go Philip Rivers, best quarterback rest of the way. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, his name's on this list because do you think Jameis Winston's gonna come back? I don't know. Never gonna see. If Tampa doesn't keep rolling, man, I don't think I don't think Winston does. Yeah, he might not. Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Moving on to number seven here. I think Mariota could have a stronger second half. Well, it won't be too hard compared to the first half. Yeah, but it won't I be like too Rivers difficult. the best. As crazy sure Mar- as sound, Rivers does average over three hundred yards and three TDs or two TDs a game against Jacksonville. But this team's a little different. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mariota's got to play better. I, I'm still taking Rivers, man. I'm still taking oh, yeah, Rivers course, with, with the talent around him. You know? Yeah, agreed. All right, man. Moving on to the next one here. We got a little segment here in this question. Marry one, bang one, kill one. And we're going to go with the Spanish connection here in this one, man. You ready for this? Yep. Marry one, bang one, kill one. J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, Cameron Diaz, or Ava Mendez. I'm gonna go with uh, Mary J Lo because I could I could be with her the rest of my life without a doubt. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, kill Menendez, and I'm gonna just bang out Cameron once. That's about <laughs> all. I already got J Lo. No reason to have Menendez in there too. Might as well go for a little different style. I got you a little little a little variety. I got you. For me, man, I'm gonna agree with you on the Mary. I'm definitely going J Lo because uh, I'm not gonna get tired of banging that one. I mean, she's been getting better with age, too, man. You look at her from, like, her fly girl days with the living color now, back in, like, the else, early right? 90s. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know if it's all plastic surgery or what it is, but, dude, she's... No, all natural. Definitely gotten better. And uh, for the banging man, I'm going to go Ava Mendez, man. Did you ever see movie Training Day? Yep. I mean, she's got a bush on her, man. She needs to trim down a little bit. But uh, I'd be totally fine banging that one out. Cameron Diaz, man, I'm going to have to just kill her, man. I'm going Cameron Diaz for the kill just because... She too white? Is that why? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's just uh, I'm an ass man, and uh, she seems a little too skinny in the ass section there. So uh, yeah. for that reason, uh, I'll pass. I'll just pass. Not to mention her her mouth, man. It's kind of like abnormally large. Yes. But, yeah. She so can fit it all in her mouth. Uh, yeah, she could, I suppose. But uh, I'll pass. Um, <laughs> let me see here. How about this one, man? Number eight, most overrated quarterback going forward. I'm going to say Jarrett Goff. I don't think he can, can, can sustain what he's doing now. Sustain. He's going to drop off. Yeah. 
I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with Alex Smith, man, because dude's playing out of his mind. It seems like every year there's a quarterback that just like goes just crazy, man. Like Cam Newton a couple years ago was kind of his breakout thing. Matt Ryan last year, and then he kind of came back to earth this year. Alex Smith, man, it's, I guess it's his turn, man. He's the man up right now, and I just don't think it's going to carry, though. I think that offense, as we're seeing, starting to come back down a little bit, man. So I'm going I'm to go with Alex Smith. I just don't think it's sustainable. All right. How about the most overrated running back going forward? I think AP. A lot of people love an AP right now. I think he, uh, boy, carried a lot of the rock, too. A lot of times out of two, three weeks, I think he's going to have a huge drop-off. Yeah, I'm hoping for my season-long purposes, I'm hoping AP can actually stick around, especially now with Ezekiel Elliott suspended. But I'm going to say Melvin Gordon, man. I'm going to say Melvin Gordon's going to have a little bit of a... He's going to tail off a little bit, man. He's going to come down a little bit. Yeah, Eckler's starting to get a lot of play there, but I think it's AP mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with you on AP. How about most overrated wide receiver going forward? After you didn't realize you did a trade for him, and I think you were looking at his projections, not his actual stats. I'm going to go yeah, Brandon so that's Cooks. That's who I was talking to you about that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks because he just has a tough schedule coming up, and I just think uh, he just Brady doesn't just go for one guy. He's fine spreading the ball around a lot. And now that the news that Chris Hogan's going to be should be okay after uh, this week, might not. I doubt he's going to play this week, but he he's, should be fine. I just think it's going to be hard for Cooks. I think if you could have trade him, it'd have been a nice trade if you got rid of him. <laughs> uh, that's a very good pick, actually, man. Because you're right, and as, as the short term history, I guess he hasn't been in the league that many years, but in the, over the last few years, he has been in the league. You know, we know when it gets colder out and he's playing outdoors and it's wintertime, man. We know he doesn't he doesn't play as well. And now he's playing in New England. He's not playing in New Orleans. So, no, I can definitely see where you're coming from with that one. But uh, I'm gonna have to go Marvin Jones. I mean, he's been on a roll this week, man. Very popular guy. Last three guy. weeks. I just got rid of him, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, uh, was he number seven over the last three weeks or something like that? Yeah. He's up there. He's been killing him, man. And I'm not saying he's not going to have a good week this week. I definitely think he will. But I think after this week, he's going to start turning down, man. And uh, we got some mailbag questions to get into for this week as well. Yeah. Mailbag. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail? Can we dine and talk about the mail with you all day, okay? All right, man. Number one. Desperate for a running back. And I wasn't able to get Thomas Rawls off of waivers this week. The only running back I'm comfortable starting is Mark Ingram. My other running backs are Ty Montgomery, Eddie Lacy, and Rex Burkhead. Top running backs available in the free agent pool are Deion Lewis, CJ Procise, Corey Clement, Devontae Booker. Which one should I add? Casey in Somerset, Indiana. Okay, well, we know. Hmm. I'm going to go, like I said, I think the safest would be Deion Lewis, but I like Procise. I like his upside a lot more. And, you know, after tonight, you're going to get get a good gauge. So, if you know what? Add him for tonight. If he sucks tonight, just drop him and add one of the other running backs tomorrow. But I don't add Booker and I don't add Clement. You see, you get behind that. If you take Procise and he sucks, you should be able to drop him after, during the, after the game and just pick up Deion Lewis for free. Unless you start him. 
If yeah. you start him, you can't do that, but yeah. Oh, we may want to start somebody this week. Yeah, I think she's a starter this week. I would still play Tom Montgomery this week. I feel comfortable playing him this week. Yeah, man, you know, I'm going to go... Hmm. The Chicago defense. Uh, I'm going to go Deion Lewis against the Broncos. Because last time out, when the Patriots played the Broncos last in Denver, that was a very bad Tom Brady game. It was a very bad wide receiver game. But you know who had the hell, who had a hell of a game? It's Deion Lewis, man. He was running right through that Broncos defense. And that Broncos defense back then was a little bit better than it is right now. Yeah, if you look at Montgomery's games against Chicago, that's all I got to say. Yeah. No, I think I think Montgomery could be a good play as well. But I'm... You know, I, I think I'm going to go Deion Lewis. I'm going Deion Lewis in that one. Corey Clement, though, yeah, you're right. Devontae Booker, both of those guys, not even options for me. All right, Kelvin Benjamin, number two. Kelvin Benjamin this week or Jordy Nelson. Sean in Lafayette, Louisiana. I think uh, Kelvin the rest of the way, but this week I'm going to go with Jordy because I just figure only 10 days within the system, Kelvin might know some stuff. He's going to be out there, but for some reason, man, I have, uh, I think I have... Jordy going good this week. I think he does well this week. If you, unless you watched the game last Monday, there were some skeptical plays that with some little bit of pass interference didn't call, and if they did, he didn't pass interference, Jordy could have had a big day. Um, I agree with you. I think Jordy Nelson is going to have a better fantasy day this week, and I also think he's going to have a better fantasy season the rest of the way, man. Kelvin Benjamin, just it's hard for a guy to tr- be traded this late in the season and just have a chemistry with the quarterback and Tyrod Taylor, who doesn't throw the ball a lot, man. He doesn't throw the ball a lot, and he's getting one of his favorite targets back in Charles Clay. And uh, who's the other guy there, man? The other wide receiver has had a pretty damn good season, kind of flying under the radar, flying, flying so much so under the radar that I can't even think of his name off the top of my head. It starts with a D, man. D something. What the hell? Is it D. Thomas? Uh, no. D'Anthony Thomas? D'Anthony Thomas, yes. And uh, so, man, I don't know. I, I'm not sure I can trust Kevin Benjamin. I mean, you might be in a situation like I am in one league where I have to play him because I don't have much wide receiver depth in my league right now, especially with OBG, OBJ out. So, man, I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to go with Jordan Nelson rest away. But, man, Kelvin Benjamin, you might be stuck having to play him, you know, just for the upside and potential, which he definitely does. It's just that passing offense doesn't... I say get a week under his belt, see how it looks. Play Jordy this week. I agree. I agree. Let's start there, and we'll re- revisit that. Don't get mad, though, if Kelvin comes out and gets three catches for two touchdowns, though. That ain't our fault. We know that's only, <laughs> that's probably I, what's going to happen now. I guarantee you. I know, right? All right, man. Moving on to number three here. PPR trade. I was offered Greg Olson and Carlos Hyde for Adrian Peterson, James White, and Jared Goff. My other quarterback is Derek Carr. I have Todd Gurley and Damian Williams. My tight end is Tyler Croft. Cody in Boca Raton, man. Local guy. Local question here. Go ahead and uh, accept that one there, buddy. Love Hyde, love Hyde and PPR now. Greg Olson's mm-hmm. coming right back. You got Carr. I think AP trails down. James White, hit or, there, hit or miss. And I have golf going down, too. I like Hyde's upside going forward and with no up here, Garcon there. Yeah, I agree, man. I definitely make the trade. I mean, Car- Carlos Hyde and Tar Gurley as two, you know, one and two. PPR running backs. I love it, man. That's a great combo to have right there going forward. And Tyler Croft is upside too with no Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Croft is a good, decent tight end. I like Tyler Croft better in standard. So Greg Olson coming in, I think he's a huge upgrade right there in the tight end position. And yeah, sending out AP, James White, and Jared Goff. I don't know why. I guess that dude must really need a quarterback to make that trade, man, because it doesn't really make sense to me. So yeah, I definitely take the trade. Hands down, no doubt about it. 
A plus for you there, buddy. All right, number four. Is D.D. Westbrook worth adding to my roster? Tony in Long Island, New York. Depending on your depth, I'm not... I had opportunities to add him. I didn't really add him because I don't have... I have plenty of wide receiver depth, but if you don't have any kind of depth, then yeah, I guess you could take a flyer, but I'm not adding him. I added him in, I think, one or two leagues as a flyer, just kind of see how it plays out. I'm not going to be playing him anytime soon, or if at all. Yeah, it's pretty much just a depth play and just a just a stash to see how he's uh how his upside really plays out, man. How it translates from the preseason to the regular season. How about this next one here, man? Better play rest of year, Michael Thomas, or a guy we just talked about, Brandon Cooks, Stephanie in Hattiesburg, North Carolina. Simple, simple thing you said. Uh, like me too, Cooks. I don't, I don't think he's gonna get it. Michael Thomas. Enough said. I agree. Michael Easy. Thomas, he hasn't hit 100 yards yet receiving, which is kind of disappointing for a lot of fantasy owners. He hasn't scored that many touchdowns either. I think the Saints will be in a couple shootout games. I don't think this, the, the Pats will. I think the Pats will be able to beat most of the teams. Yeah, and it's like you said, too. Like, Brandon Cooks, in some games, has been hit or miss. You know, like 37 in Week 2 and 6 points in, like, the Week 3, whatever it was. And then 7 points last week. Yeah, or last week. So, yeah, so... For that reason, man, Thomas has been pretty consistent. You know, he's still the number one option, clearly, clearly in New Orleans. I'm going Michael Thomas. If I ever told you Brandon Cooks had five catches, how many yards, you would never think 26. Nope, I would have thought like 80 at least. He's I a deep think guy. Like 130. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, man. So we agree there. Let's go to the next one here. Number six. Better start this week: Julius Thomas or Charles Clay? Charles John Clay in Denver, Colorado. Charles Clay. Charles Clay plays. I think he's a top five PPR tight end this week. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Charles Clay, if he if he goes, he's a he's a full go in my book. Uh, number seven, I've been holding on to Ryan Tannehill in Dynasty League in my Dynasty League because he only cost me six dollars. I now have Jared Cook and Marcus Mariota. Can I drop Ryan Tannehill or should I drop Ryan Tannehill to free up a roster spot because I won't be playing him? I say hold on to him in Dynasty. You never know where he could go, and he's only six dollars. I, I would hold on to him because you never know what kind of team he could go to or what could happen. That's $6 true, man. is cheap. There's some good. There's some good teams that need some quarterbacks. Like Denver Broncos immediately come to mind. They got to find a solution there. So if Tannehill ended up going to Denver, then that six dollar price tag is looking pretty damn good. So yeah, Dynasty. I, I guess I agree. I agree. I would hold on to him unless I needed uh, a, to make an ad or something. But in your Dynasty league, usually that. Dynasty yeah. leagues are really deep, so there's someone else you could probably drop. I agree. Quarterbacks have too much high upside in dynasties. Yeah, and yeah, no, I agree. All right, man, moving on. Number eight, call me crazy, but I just traded Derek Carr to a quarterback needy team for Jacksonville's defense. My defense was Atlanta, and my other quarterback, it's Phillip Rivers. Grade the trade. Dan in Tampa, Florida. I love it, because like I said, after this week, I think Rivers is going to be Lights a out, top, man. top, top eight guy finishing the season, I bet. I agree. He's definitely you, being overlooked. You got the number one defense in fantasy. 14.9 points per game. Yeah. And then I love the trade, man. You, you scored. Good trade. You did yeah, a great I job love, there. I love it too, man. Not too many teams think to do that, or a lot of teams devalue defenses, which is understandable in most cases. But when you get a defense like Jacksonville or like Seattle of the past few years or Denver for the past few years, it's worth it, man. It's worth that just, because just think about this. This week, he Philip Rivers plays Jacksonville. Say Philip Rivers does a pick six. Guess what? You got you got six points still. Well, look at this here. If you look at the quarterbacks that he's talking about in the trade, he's got Derek Carr and he's got Philip Rivers. Now, Carr and Rivers 
are neck and neck as far as total points and average points per game. Now, Atlanta's defense and Jacksonville's defense, that's a 10-point swing. Yeah, he's ga- he's gaining close. 10 points a week right there off that trade, man. Great trade. All right, moving on to number nine. PPR, better start this week. Pick two out of this grouping. Adrian Peterson, Rob Kelly, C.J. Anderson, Devontae Freeman, Jeremy in Marathon, Florida. I think Freeman is going to be – you have to start him because he is. I'm not big on C.J. Anderson. I just – they haven't been playing him a lot. Too many running backs to feed. I'm actually going to lean towards Rob Kelly here. But, yeah, I like Rob Kelly. I know he, only, he found two touchdowns last week and not a lot of rushing, but he's starting to catch the ball. I just don't feel comfortable with AP this week for some reason. Short week, old guy, 37 carries last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough matchup, too. Um, so your two were Adrian Peterson and Rob Kelly. No, I mean, uh, Rob Kelly and uh, Devontae Freeman, sorry. Correct. Gotcha. And... Uh, I I, uh, I guess tough man I guess I'm going to have to agree with you I don't feel good about really any one of these guys to be honest with you just Freeman you have to start him because where you drafted him pretty much but the other three between AP Kelly and CJ Anderson I think the highest upside who could score the most would be CJ Anderson just because I think they might get behind really fast and if they want to play him because they've been talking about they need to play him more because they win when they play him a lot but saying something to do something two different things well, you know what? Do this for me real quick. Rank them. Rank these four running backs right here. From top, yeah. from first to worst for this week. For this week? I'm going to go Freeman's got to be one. He's, okay. He is too valuable. AP's my fourth. Rob Kelly's two. CJ's three. Okay. I'm going to go. Well, who's your fourth? AP. AP. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. De- uh, Devontae Freeman one. I'm gonna go. Rob Kelly two. I'm gonna go. Adrian Peterson three. C.J. Anderson four. Man, I just think C.J. Anderson. I know he's been dealing with some ankle stuff and all that. That's kind of why I have him at number four right now. If he were healthy and he were getting more touches, I would have him as number one probably. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah, it's just he does play well against the Pats too. So we'll see. It's all about Vance Joseph. I don't even know how he's a coach, but I know play the guy. <laughs> They are 3-0 when CJ gets more than 118 yards total and he plays more than 80% of the snaps. They're 0-5 when they don't play the guy. Just saying. No, you're right. Stats don't lie. That's right. All right, number 10. Better start, Jeremy Macklin or Juju Smith-Schuster? Erica in San Diego, California. Hmm. This, I think Schuster... I don't think he does a lot, but I think he does more than Macklin. I could see like Macklin getting eight points and Smith Schuster getting ten. Man, I think she's talking about rest of the season. I don't think she's talking about this week because Ravens are on bye, right? Yeah. So yeah, it must be going forward. So you take uh, Smith Schuster ahead of Macklin going forward? Yeah, I don't trust Flacco. I'm gonna mm, for this week. Clearly, I'm taking the juju, but man, Macklin. He's had, he's had four decent games. Smith yeah, Schuster, what does he had? Two? Because he found the end zone in those three. I'm going to go Jeremy Macklin rest of the year. I just I like Schuster because I like his offense a lot better. Hmm. Challenge flag. You want to challenge that? Jeremy Macklin or Juju Smith-Schuster who's got more points, fantasy PPR rest of the way? Yeah, that's fine. Challenge accepted. Cool, man. All right, moving on to the last one in our mailbag here. I'm in cap jail in my dynasty league. I need to drop one of the following to open up cap space for next season. 
Who should I drop? I have Odell Beckham Jr. at $70, Jordy Nelson at $59, Gronk for $65, or Drew Brees at $39. Frank in Bellevue, Illinois. I'm going to go with, uh, I got to keep OBJ, 70 bucks. Agreed. I'm keeping I'm keeping Gronk, 65 I'm keeping Breeze. I just don't know how much longer Jordy has left in him. For $59, I don't know who your other receivers are. I don't know who your other quarterback is. Yeah, based on what I see on this list here with uh, those players mentioned. Gronk's too much hype side. OBJ is going to play good no matter who the quarterback is. Jordy, we see what happens when Rodgers isn't around, and I, Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Yeah, but that Drew Brees number, that $39, that's also his age. So I'm kind of yeah, making 30, a little bit 39 nervous. 39 is a new 22 in football, it looks like. Mm, possibly. Look at the past like five years, the quarterback's age, average age, will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You got uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going I'm to say Jordy Nelson's the man on the chopping block there to free up that money. Maybe try to trade him for a cheaper guy who doesn't want to drop, who, who might like him. Try that first. Right? I would be willing to trade, yes. Like in our, the way our dynasty league is set up, man, we got four rounds in the rookie draft in our league. I'd be willing to trade Jordy for like a third round pick just to get some fresh blood in there for a low salary, man. Like a third round pick in a, one of the guy's receivers or something just to help to offset yeah. the salary. It might work. That might work. The guy might have faith in Jordy. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, all right, man, we got a viral video. To get to real quick you ready for this fire it away viral video of the week that's a w let's eat one let's eat one let's eat one that's a w how many people want to eat a w tonight nevertheless you know the 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 titanic still has to go would you say them at halftime um Okay, man. So the first one, talking about eating W's, is Jameis Winston trying to pump up his teammates in a pregame little little rally there, man. And he's walking around there like eyes all bugged out. He's holding his hand like doing some Wu Tang, Wu Tang or something like that, or like some yeah, like you said, West Coast style type of thing. Talk about eating W's, man. And Jameis doesn't know how to eat a W. Only crab legs, as far as I'm concerned. So what'd you make of that, Jameis Winston? Pre-game pep rally there. I'm assuming he, maybe like when he said, let's eat a W, like let's eat a, a wiener because you can call hot dogs wieners. I think that's what he was talking about. Obviously, be, they sure didn't need a win. I don't know, man. It's kind of funny just Jameis eating wieners <laughs> over there. Gay! That was pretty gay what he was doing over there. Yeah. Even, even Deshaun Jackson, some of the other teammates were looking at him like, what the F is this MF for doing, man? Like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? See, I don't know, man. I think he had some uh, some bad. I think he might have swallowed some bath salts there in the hot tub, man. Pre-game. Now the the second guy here, man, that you heard talking about the Titanic must go on is your boy Cam Newton. What hey, the my hell boy, is he talking he, about? He wants to ride, man. He's ready to let the Titanic ride on because uh, Benjamin's gone and he's going to run the ship. He's going to run right through people. What he's saying, I think he's a big he's man. Good. He's going to run that ship into, the, into an iceberg, man, like the Titanic. He's going to sink, man. You know what? Better yet, man, he should have compared it to the Hindenburg because, like always, him and the Panthers go down in flames late in the year. Man, I, uh, I mean, the Titanic, man. You know what? You know the Titanic, right? Yeah. The unsinkable ship that sunk. So what the hell is he ta- talking about? Why is he comparing his team to the Titanic? I, I don't know. Stupid, stupid. 
And the last one you heard here, man, is Ben Wackadoo Magadoo talking about or receiving a question of what did you tell your team during halftime? And he just looks like a freaking retard, man, just sitting there saying he just says, um, and then just stands there looking around, man. uh, What the hell do you make of that? You don't get many easier questions than that. No. So what the hell do you think of that one? Can't think stupid. (laughs) I'm just thinking about how he looks. (laughs) Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. You never go go full retard. You did it. Full retard. (laughs) Yes, you did. Oh man, you know you know who he looks like. You're right though, the way he looks, man, with that hair and his like beady eye, little little raccoon face, man. He he looks like he looks like Mike Dicka, circa 1989, was taking like a trip down I-95 in Florida and just kind of middle stop at the truck stop, man. It was banging Ali Warnos, man. That's 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 the result. That's what Ben McAdoo is. He's the result of Mike Dicka banging Ali Warnos. You know who that is, right? Yeah, the lady from Monster. That was the serial killer lady, right? That killed all the, yeah. the people that want process or something like that. Yeah, she was a hooker and she would she yeah, was a kill these Jones. Lesbian. Lesbian. That's right. That's right. And you know what? Real quick on that movie. Did you see that movie, Monster? Yeah, I have it. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, Charlie <laughs> Theron, man, who used to be pretty hot back in the day. I remember like when they uh, showed her uh, getting changed and you saw them titties. Them titties went downhill, man. I, I give her credit for changing her body type to... You know, kind of be like the character like Robert De Niro did, for example, in Raging Bull, you know, to be Jake LaMotta, right? He kind of got fat and then lost the weight. So Charlize Theron does her best Robert De Niro by gaining the weight and all that. And man, them titties look deflated. They look like Tom Brady was on the air out of them things. But man, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. Anyways, man, uh, you got anything else to say real quick? Oh, you know what? We do got something to say real quick. And I'm sorry. I meant to hit on this in the very beginning of the show. We had to re-record this Thursday show. So that's why it's getting out a little bit late tonight. So sorry if you guys aren't here until Friday morning because Ron mother effing Kirkbride, who does the fantasy basketball, the hardwood podcast with a few of the other guys here in the studio destroyed it. They came in before us to uh, record uh, yesterday or yeah, yesterday, last night, I should say they came in the studio before us to record the hardwood fantasy basketball podcast. And Nobody wanted to fess up to it, man, but we found out it was Ron who uh, altered some of the some of the sample rate settings on our uh, studio mics I think here. He ripped the cord out and tried to fix it by juicing the sound up, and, the and he messed up the sample rate too, man. It was just yeah. a big mess. So we had to re-record today. So let's touch base real quick on the Thursday night game. Yeah, let's do a quick uh, a quick recap on th- uh, a quick preview, I should say, on the Thursday Russell night Wilson, game here, man. I'm gonna ball fantasy preview. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. I think Russell Wilson does good in Baldwin. I think they both can do really good. So I think this is going to be one of those games where Baldwin puts up over 100 and a TD or two. About eight catches. What you got Lockett going for? Uh, eight points. Eight points? Okay. Maybe 10. I got Lockett going for a pretty big game, man. I can see him going for six for 100, man. I think he's going to get you about 16 fantasy points. I don't think he finds the end zone, but 16 I points. I got Baldwin PPR. over uh, 20. Mm, I don't I don't know if I agree with that one, man. About 25, 26, eight catches over 100 yards and a TD. Eight catches over 100 and a TD? Yep. AP Challenge gonna get flag. Accepted. No way. Challenge right, accepted. AP is going to get under 15. Easy. AP under 15 points? Oh, under 12. That's 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 obviously a big number, 15. Under 12. I, I agree with that one. As far as Baldwin, 
So what do you want to do? You want to put it over 100 yards? How about that? Over 100, over under 100 yards on touchdown. Yeah. You want to make that challenge? Gotcha. That's perfect. All right, man. So what about the Arizona side of the ball? Oh, you know, real quick, real quick. What do you got Rawls going for? Sorry, I'm laughing. I saw the ticker. <laughs> the Pats claimed Martavi- or Bennett. Martellus Bennett. <laughs> yeah. But that was a given. Everybody knew he was going back there. That's like the deal yeah. with the Garrett Blunt when he was cut by the Steelers. But go ahead. Yeah. But Dwayne Allen sucks, by the way. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with Thomas Rawls. Man, I, I think he's going to get around a total, total around 80 yards. He might find the end zone. I think he could sneak in a little bit over 12 points, fantasy points this week for you. Mm, okay. I think, see, I think the opposite. I think CJ Process can get you about 12 points, and I think Rawls will get you about six. I'll challenge, I'll challenge you that uh, Rawls finishes higher. Yeah, that Rawls finishes higher than Process, and I'll take the opposite, yeah. man. You got it. You got challenge it. flag. Challenge accepted. All right, what about Jimmy Graham in this game? Jimmy Graham got took it off the report yesterday. I think he's going to have a nice little day. I think he's going to go about you, six for 70 and a TD. Yep, I agree. I think he finds the end zone, too. Yep. All right, when, what about... Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson over 250, two TDs, and I think he runs for about 40 yards for you. I just think Baldwin, okay. the reason I think Baldwin's going to do good, I know you're worried about Patrick Peterson, but he lines up in the slot, and Matthew should be guarding him in the slot, and he's going to annihilate Matthew. Yeah, he could. He could. I just I just don't think he's going to have quite that big of a day. Lockett's going to play outside, so I think uh, he's going to see a little bit more of pay-pay. Yeah. Yeah, he might. Uh, what about the Arizona side of the ball? I know you don't like AP. 12 points. No more than that. I ain't playing anybody on that side. Maybe Fitzgerald because they're going to be down and have to throw the ball. So maybe Fitzgerald, I find Fitzgerald about five, six catches for about 60 yards. Yeah, I'd say Fitzgerald's a wide receiver three. And I think AP is a, is, I guess he's going to be, I guess I'd have him as a low end RB2 just for the volume of work he's going to get in the beginning. Yeah, I think you're going to play AP because all the players on by this week, 16, you know, so hard when 16 are on by. Yep, I agree, man. And who do you got in this one, man? Um, you got Seattle, Seahawks. Arizona. I take Seahawks with whatever the spread is. I think it was, ooh, you know, I don't remember what the spread was. I think it was four, four and a half, but I'll go Seahawks win. But remember last year, that Sunday night game, the score was 6-9. David Johnson scored almost 40 points for you. almost had 100 receiving and 100 rushing, and then the game was 6-9. It barely ended. Yes, that was Or that was it a 6-6 tie. It was something stupid. Yeah. Was that the same game with all the missed field goals? Yeah, like that the, Sunday night game. Or so, it was like that Sunday night game. Yeah, that was that was terrible. That was terrible. And just to cap on the line real quick, I think you're right about the four and a half. Let me just double check that here. I don't worry it's about that. It's six and a half. So you're taking okay, Seattle still, six I and a half? Still, I still take Seattle. I agree. I'll take the six and a half too. All right, man. Anything else before we get out? Good luck, man. Good luck if you had Zeke. Yeesh. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And you know what? I'll say this right now, man. If... If Martellus Bennett is on the wire and you need tight end help, man, he looked pretty damn good in New England last year. And New England does need some more wide receiver help. And Malcolm Mitchell is not coming back. doesn't look like this season. And Bennett can slide in there and play right off rip. Yes, he can, man. He can. So, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, good luck to those who are playing Thursday night as well. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, man, for the Friday preview show, man. So, Jeff, man, we'll see you tomorrow, man. See ya. Peace. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter 
at Fantasy S Studios and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fantasy sports studios.